0: Hey, you guys, on today's episode, I'm going to recap my 40th birthday extravaganza. (laughs) And we're going to talk about kind of my reflections on turning 40. We're also going to talk about overwhelm and burnout and how they're not the same thing. And also the kids are going back to school. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Ready, set, let's go. Hey guys, my name is Kim Sanders and welcome to You Are Worth the Work, a podcast that reminds busy moms that following your dreams ain't all rainbows and roses, but you are worth the work that it takes to thrive in this life. After you listen, please rate and review the episode. Also, if you want to connect with me, I will have that info for you in the show notes. Let's get started. Okay, so at the time of this recording, I have been 40 years old for one whole day, yes. I finally turned 40, which is kinda, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I certainly don't look my age, and thank God for that, but there has definitely been a shift in mindset, but I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go to the fun stuff. We had a good old-fashioned house party at my house for my birthday it did not intend to be that way it did not start to be that way it didn't start that way because it was going to be somewhere else at a venue and things happened and raise your hand if you know that you can be angry or you can just press forward like the party was going to happen right no matter what so We all pulled up our big girl pants and we made it happen, moved some couches out of the way, and the party went on. And when I tell you I was overcome with emotion, overcome with gratitude, my parents came, one of my brothers came, uh, my in-law family came, my two, the two of my most favorite people that live in Atlanta, they came and brought their families, which to me was everything. So I had some of my new friends, some of my way back friends, my family, like all these people came together, like my mom squad showed up and it felt good to be surrounded by people who love me. And I talked about this kind of on my social media the other day was it's not like I don't know that people love me (laughs) because I do understand that. But sometimes you just wonder if the things that you're doing, how you're moving through life makes an impact. And seeing these people come from near and far and the things that they said and the cards that they wrote, it solidified that for me that, you know, some of the stuff that I do does make some sense. (laughs) Some of the stuff, the things that I do, like I'm moving in the right direction in my life. I'm evolving. I'm growing. I'm doing the things that I want to do. So with that, also the kids are going back to school. Right. So I'm really excited about that because although they've been at camp, they, um, you know, they've been eating everything. Right. And it's time. It's time to get back to our routines. It is time for a new normal. We are going to the second grade, which is super cool and meet the is going to be next week. So I'm excited about that. But, you know, um, going towards 40 and kind of reflecting on that. Made me think, like, how can I make a bigger impact or a better impact? How can I, you know, increase my quality? And sometimes I, ha- you have to get rid of quantity, right? And so sometimes I feel like I'm doing all the things at once, you know, all the things, you name it. I kind of do it. I work a nine to five. I am a time management mentor. I host this amazing podcast. Um, I've got two kids. I've got a husband. I am team mom. I, there's just, the list goes on. Um, I member. I am a member of a couple of organizations, one of which a few organizations, two of which I'm on like an executive type board role. And I'm feeling myself wearing thin. I feel like I am something like a Jill of all trades, if that's a thing and a master of none. So I'm kind of feeling like, The things are just not getting the attention it needs. On top of all that, I'm still trying to maintain my own fitness journey and remaining, you know, at a health level that I can be proud of, that I know better. Um, And that suffers too. And we all know that, right? When, When we neglect our temple, our body, everything else falls to the wayside, which is why I always emphasize to my clients that you have to put yourself first. And although I do enjoy my self-care, I do feel some of that slipping away. And I was listening to Brendan Burchard. He was actually um, a speaker at the coaching conference that I was at. And he talked about overwhelm and burnout. And believe it or not, they are not the same thing. So when I come back, we're going to talk a little bit about overwhelm. A little bit about burnout, the difference, and what to do to avoid it, like what you can do today or start doing to help yourself out. Be right back. Okay, so I'm glad you're back. Um, overwhelm and burnout. So like I said, Brendan Burchard talked about this um, in his presentation, but I kind of internalized it and thought about what that means to me. So basically, overwhelm is not a singular event, but something that happens kind of short term, right? So on a single day or a couple of days, the, you know, and heaven forbid any of this happens, but you get a flat tire, your kid gets sick, your work computer craps out. Your home computer finally dies, even though you've been kind of saving the money to get a new one anyway. The refrigerator won't keep things cold and your spouse is being a jerk, right? All of those things <laughs> and, oh, and you overslept, right? So to add insult to injury, things are happening to you or around you that are causing you to become a little frazzled. They, a lot of them are out of your control, um, but we internalize them, right? Especially as moms. We take all of that in, we absorb all of that energy, and we become overwhelmed because we think we gotta fix everything. And because we are fixers and helpers and we, you know, find a need and fill it, we take all of that in and we be it becomes too much. We are overloaded, our brains are like, nope, 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 can't do this. And when we even though we really wanna run out of the house screaming. Maybe we scream into a pillow, but maybe we just internalize that, or maybe we snap at our kids. Maybe we snap at our spouse. Maybe we spiral and emotionally eat. That's overwhelm to me. Burnout, on the other hand, is when long-term, it's a longer-term issue. It is when those overwhelming things happen day after day after day after week. After month after year, and you just can't take it anymore. You are running on fumes. You have not recharged your body. You have not recharged your mind. You haven't recharged your spirit because you think you don't have time or that you're worthy or that you don't have the help that you need. And so eventually, and I kid you not, this happened to me. um, Your body will tell you, nah, we're good. And You know, I was admitted in the hospital when my boys were young. I was admitted in the hospital for exhaustion and dehydration I wasn't taking care very good care of myself. I was a new mom in a new state and wanted to do all the things by myself um Looking back on that I acknowledge that there are things that I should have done better but again as a new mom, I mean you don't know and you're trying to do it on your own because at some point you're gonna have to you know put your big girl pants on and do it on your own, but Burnout happens when we try to do it all and all by ourselves and everything suffers as a result, including, and especially you, you become sicker, you feel sicker, you, because you're emotionally eating, you are gaining unhealthy weight. You are not working out. You're not drinking your water because you're trying to drink enough coffee to stay up and do all these things, um, Because you're not asking for help. So, in short, those are my differences between overwhelm and burnout. Right, one can lead to the other, but if you nip it in the bud, or if someone acknowledges kind of what you're going through, which is all, which is why it's so important to have accountability and have a squad and have friends. And I've talked about that before, having kind of like a mom squad or. Just a friend that you can completely vent to because sometimes that's all we need then that will help you avoid um, that'll help you avoid your overwhelm and it will help you not get to burnout phase. So of course you know I'm all about that action so I've got a couple of action steps. well how many do I have? Let me look yes, that is my paper I'm flipping it over. Um, you've got to have a plan so I've got one. Yeah, it's only two. It's only a couple of things. Um, I've got a couple of things on the other side, and we will talk about kind of how you can not, not you can eliminate burnout, right? But you can get back on the right track. There's some things that you can start doing right now, right, right now. It takes a little bit of work, but you're worth it. So when I come back, I will shoot those to you. Be right back. Okay. So I promised you some action steps because, you know, we're about that action over here. And I will preface this to say that as I'm telling you this, I am currently working through these methods right now. Like, you know, normally when I'm talking to you guys, if you're if you've seen my stories or you've seen my inspirational quotes and whatnot, it is not because I have conquered the mountain. It is because I'm climbing it right alongside you. So... um I'm not an expert. These are some of the things that I've gotten from, you know, other people who have climbed the mountain or definitely know what they're talking about. So, okay. How do we kind of stamp out overwhelm and burnout and actually get to be a master of the thing that we really want to do? Because that's the whole point of living this life, right? Is to walk in our purpose and do the thing that we were called to do. All the other stuff, all the ancillary stuff. Is fun, but if we're not living out what we were actually called to do, then what are we even doing, right? Okay, so one of the first things is to have a plan. Have a plan for your, have a vision for your life, for your career, for your business. And one of the really great points that was made during our um, coaching conference last month, one of my most favorite people in the world, Keyshawn Graves, she spoke about this and it was about being a rocket and letting stuff go like seriously letting things go letting the things go that don't necessarily serve you the things that are not propelling you to be your best and it's time to take some stock and let things go just like you brain dump or you should be brain dumping if you take in my five-day get your life together challenge you should be writing out all of the things that you're involved in all of your tasks all of your projects all of those things add in team mom, add in, you know, member of such and such board, member of such and such board, your nine to five, your side business, all of those things. Add those in and take stock of what you do. Figure out what causes matter the most to you. So maybe you are really into, you know, your thing is stopping human trafficking. That is an amazing cause. If you feel passionately about that, then keep it on there. If it's just something that you're doing because yeah, it's a good cause, then you know what? You can let that go. And here's why you do that. Someone else may be better than you in that role. Give them a chance to shine. Like there are 7 billion people. I don't know how many people are in the world now. I mean, last time I checked, it was 7 billion. But there's a lot of people in this world that have unique gifts and abilities and just have not had the chance to make it happen, maybe because you're sitting in that spot and you don't even really wanna be there. You're just there because you're trying to fill your time, right? So take a step back, maybe do a little bit, let the people around you know that you are focusing on this and this, and that way you can give somebody else a chance to fill that role. Figure out what can be delegated, right? I talk about this all the time with my clients, you know, delegation is a thing for me, I delegate my grocery shopping. I delegate, <laughs> there's just so many things. I delegate grocery shopping. I delegate most of my house cleaning just because then I can focus on the things that matter most, right? So we're taking stock in the things that we do and what we care about the most. We are figuring out what can be delegated and eliminated. By doing that, we are giving someone else, someone that's more committed, someone maybe with more free time, an opportunity to shine in that role. And That way, once you get some of that stuff off your plate and you can focus on the things that you care most about, you can give more of your bandwidth to that. You can be more committed. You can show up and be more focused in it as opposed to just sitting in there for 15 minutes just to check the box. So for me, this year, what I'm focusing on is this podcast and my coaching business. And that is because at some point, I'm going to walk away from my day job. God willing. Um, that is the plan (laughs) is to experience the sort of freedom that I strive for to be an awesome mom, to travel and speak, to continue with this podcast and continue to help inspire and empower busy moms. And I can't really do that if I'm doing 17 other things. So my focus will be the pod. It'll be coaching. I'm still going to be team mom because I love that, but I will be starting to let things go. And if you do that with me and we can do it together, um, then we can start being a master of the things that truly matter the most to us. So that's what I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.